the worker. His hands were withered and bruised from the cold. It was six years now, and he was used to it. The daily routine of waking in the early dawn. He readied his thermos of his home cooked soup, his wife's abundigas she had made from the night before. It was frigid last night, and Carlos remembered how unwieldy the spokes on his bicycle wheel felt. It was not easy riding down a hill in the hard rain. It wasn't always raining this time of year, but these were different times. The weather seemed to command a new attitude of its own. It could be the winds from Santa Ana, or maybe it was only a strong gust that was merely passing through. Cold wind was what always got to him. It felt particularly raw after a full day of hard labor in the back kitchen. Carlos would bike to the station, board it, then ride his bike to another stop, board it, and on and on he went. He had to take on three jobs to survive. Much of his meager wages were dutifully wired to his sister and her children in Guatemala. It was in these solitary moments on that ride where he would think, those odd hours of nothingness, pondering his own existential crises, this trek over broken sidewalks. He, aged 54, his face hardened with wrinkles, not of a scowl but of where his mouth and cheeks would meet when smiling. He was a determined man, even at his age. He understood from long ago that life was about the long haul, that long game which would wane on his soul, his body, his back. He felt it when hunched over his seat, his blistered hands gripping onto his handle as he looked ahead, his legs moving in motion, one after the other. It was all he knew, that perpetual motion, that constant step, that never-ending task to continue. He knew that this was the only way. He understood this American dream that he was sold years ago was riddled with callous dark humor made up of a medley of Horatio Alger and Upton Sinclair, more Sinclair than Alger, more grit than glory, more pain than happiness. He felt happiness in the tiniest of glimmers, oftentimes when his face would greet the early morning sun. Yes, Helios himself would greet Carlos, smile down, and extend his hand. It was in those moments when Carlos felt safe and secure. It was in those very moments when Carlos felt his resolve. Why did he leave? Was it really so bad back home? Was it worth the risk that harrowing journey from San Jose Carderas, rafting across the Suchiate River, hiking through Talisman, riding atop the freight trains of La Bestia? Was it worth it? that he willingly gambled his mind, body, and soul into that dark pit of uncertainty for hope, that just perhaps he would survive, that he would be the one to not only channel the conduit for his family's salvation, but that he himself would become it, that conduit, he no longer human but merely a tool, a living vessel that gave everything? Was this the American dream? Was this viviendo el sueño americano, to work and work and work? Was there ever a means of a hope in the midst of all of this? What say you about the open xenophobia and the prejudice? Carlos understood this all too well. He understood it the moment he landed in the States and encountered his first conversation with an American. These gringos sure knew how to talk, he thought to himself. It wasn't melodic, but rather brief spurts of commands, harsh staccato. There was no melody in this land. This was how this country flowed. This was their lingua franca. You work with your head down and do not question nor ask to share a dialogue. Be thankful and grateful, for tomorrow is not promised. Even kind hearts were ones to be wary. 
How does one hold on to one's decency, one's moral code? What distinguished one person from the other in this strange and foreign land? Was this land made for you and me? Where was he to go once this song found its last note? Was he to pine the land and look for yet his next destination? Santa Maria, Jesucristo, mi Dios, where were you in my time of need? Who will protect me? Who will protect me, familia? Who will guide me? Give me your tired, your poor, your huddled masses yearning to breathe free, the wretched refuse of your teeming shore. Send these, the homeless, tempest-tossed to me. I lift my lamp beside the golden door. They say America is the greatest country in the world, the greatest construct that humanity has vested. But what say you about the engine, its pistons, its gears, its screws that affix its motor together? If labor built the backbone of America, is not Carlos the very marrow within that bone, its pulp, that concentrate? America, America, America. Do you hear me? Carlos would often wonder. His hands were withered and bruised from the cold. Yet he was used to it. His skin was meant to be tested. His body was one more device to be possessed and repossessed again. Yes, this land was made by you and me. This land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from the redwood forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I went a walking that ribbon of highway, and I saw above me that endless skyway. I saw below me that golden valley. This land was made for you and me. Sparkling sands of her diamond dead.